I don't know if my microphone is working. Yeah, we need a dump button. Welcome to episode four of the Clayton Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for carving time out of your day to give us another chance. Enjoy. Well, you'll just have to grip it and rip it and then set and then share it with me. You can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. You just want to see me in my bearded face? I do. I want to know. You got back in uh, from Arizona on Monday or Sunday? I came back Sunday night. Okay. Who all went? It was me, myself, and my my dad and my brother. Oh, good. Fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was it was a rare gathering of siblings. Yeah. In siblings the great and father. In the Canyon State. The Grand Canyon State. Good. How far does your sister live from campus? Ooh, that's a darn good question. Everything's about, it's kind of like, it's not all that different from College Station. I mean, it's yeah. much more scenic and beautiful. Really? <laughs> <laughs> besides the stadium? Um, yeah, besides the stadium. I, I like the stadium. I mean, it, it's a little archaic. It's fun to see uh, other stadiums, like you said. I think so. Yeah, I don't see that many, to be honest. No, we need. I, I still want to get you up here and so you can take in the real game day experience at UNT. I would like that. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to take the boys at some point. Maybe when Liam plays for UNT. There you go. I'd be a season ticket holder. Okay, I'd be ha- either way. Either- Either way, if they go to UNT or Rice, they'll they'll probably play at UNT. Yeah, no doubt. Drinking from a Longhorn Cup. Yes, but you know, in my defense, this was a uh, a cup we got in Chicago. Um, it looks like you there, sawed them off. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. In fact, I sawed one of them off. Warm um, off. But you know, back in the early to mid-aughts, there was a cluster of bars that repped the University of Texas and they would host various events. Oh, so okay. There was a time when you could read the Brownstone Tavern, the Schoolyard, the Sidebar, all these different neat little bars in the near north side of Chicago. So that's really why, why I like this cup. Yeah, well, I that's why I like it too. It brings back some good memories for me. And I also like to see your beard. Can you hear this? Listen. Yeah, well, uh, why don't you give me, uh, why don't you give me eight tip for 200? It's not eight tip. <laughs> that was Burt Reynolds. Turd Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my name. Oh, Norm. Yeah, I mean, Norm, I, I wish, I wish I had more memories. I, I, you're seeing lots of clips. Seems like he would, uh, he would make he would make more headlines in his interviews. Yeah, know? actually, if you go back and look at a lot of videos, it's even less uh, uh, Saturday Night Live videos and more Letterman interview, Conan interview. Yeah. yeah, and you know he never really he was he did the weekend the weekend update. He was 
he was funny. I mean, yeah, yeah. he had a re- he had a pretty clever delivery and pretty unique uh, style of you know telling jokes. Yeah, and I mean, he he had kind of the the nasal and uh, the you know you're right. He, he had the the delivery and he could also make himself look like Burt Reynolds, which helped. He could. That did help. <laughs> he was a skinny little fella. He was. I, yeah. I. It seems probably that. A lot of his battle over the last nine to ten years, as you know, as you read, was in private, but probably had a lot to do with it. But you really hadn't heard a lot from him in the last decade, <laughs> or maybe the last five years more than the last decade. But no, he had, he had a pretty significant Twitter following. He would do, he liked to do like play by play on of random games. That's cool. Like he would give, uh, he would do, uh, he would live tweet. You know, like random baseball games and kind of like the Mannings. Yeah, except he's more interesting than the Mannings. I see. Yeah, I, I actually I knew that was going to be on, then I forgot. Uh, it, it got pretty rave reviews around the Dallas radio, but I listened to about eleven seconds, and that was all I needed. That's funny. I, I did the same thing. I flipped it over because I was reading Twitter was blowing up saying the Mannings are awesome on ESPN. So I was like, oh, okay, let, let me check out. ESPN U or whatever, ESPN two, whatever is on. And um I heard Peyton I, I just felt like he's he's talking down to the audience, say, I'm I'm so smart because I know you know <laughs> I, I understand coverages and 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 I I can read offenses or I can read defenses and um like I know what's going on and the, the audience wants to hear me. I don't I don't understand why people get off on that i i i, to, I don't to, either it's um i know people pander have always pandered to the manning family uh what are your feelings about eli i don't think he's a hall of famer i don't either he had two good seasons and they happened to win the super bowl but uh how many super bowls does joe flacco have seven yeah i think you're right seven or eight yeah he's probably gonna win one this year with new england how many championships does Steve Kerr have? Is he as in the a, NFL? As a coach, a player, an executive, a videographer? I don't know what you mean. He's got a lot. And I think he rode cutails all the way to where he is. Well, I mean, not his championships. He hit some big shots. I'll give him the player championships. Well, he, he had a big shot in Chicago. And he had one big game as a spur. So he had two games. Yeah. Well, in his entire career that come to mind when I think of Steve Kerr. And as a coach, I give him no credit. Whatsoever. No credit and no respect. None. Does he, still, does he still coach Golden State or is he coaching Brooklyn now? Just kidding. <sighs> Same idea at work. Same idea at work, yes. Well, <clears throat> I think you're right, yeah. But it's probably, you know, I think uh, I think Steve Nash is the ultimate, let's just put a likable guy there because that's all it's become anymore in the NBA. Um, these guys don't want coaches. They want guys that are going to right come with them. They're going to kind of bend to what they want. I just, I just don't, I, I think that's probably the, the way it's, it's going to be. It's yeah. The type of coaches are going to go for it. They don't need X's and O's coaches anymore. They don't need Lionel Hollins. <laughs> they want to push over six foot four. Skinny, soccer player. Skinny soccer player who took 30 foot shots and, you know, dribbled down the baseline and 
you know, danced around the in the paint and then through behind the mark past a Amari to do a hammer dunk and yeah, I still I, I wish he had never left Dallas. I, I loved that uh the Dirk Nash uh, Spurs rivalry. Dirty, nasty, and filthy. Exactly. Just like you kind of what you think of Dallas. Yeah. Just kidding. Na- Nash was nasty when his hair was really stringy long hair. Sweaty hair, just yeah. Yeah. Kind of looked like a little rat out there. Yeah. Sorry, Steve. Sorry, Steve. You're some hot sports there. opinions, though. We're not holding back. And speaking of sports, um, how about the Mags? Going on the road in a hostile environment, a mile high. Yeah, I mean, short of breath, just fighting. How about the 12th man representing Denver? Yeah, I was supposed to go to that, but that all fell through. But that's okay. Yeah, school. School. Yeah, school got in the way. No, I, I was... I was a little nervous, but I had fun watching the game. I wish I could have watched it with you. I, I was making sandwiches for SMU students. Okay, well, I mean, that's important, too. Well, I wanted them to lose. They didn't. You wanted SMU to lose? I did, only because it meant UNT would win. But Everyone loses when SMU wins. That's true. And in the Subway series, typically SMU comes out on top. It's not Subway. It's the Safeway series. Safeway series. Sorry, UNT fans out there listening. Light rail series. The light rail, exactly. Mm-hmm. Is this uh, episode number four? Quattro. Okay. Man, we're six away from real gold. We are. We're going to get some eps out there. May not be the best episode yet, but that's okay because we we still have time. Yeah, and I think I've, I've found when I think that, that it's it's the opposite. I mean, I found that in three episodes so far, so. I know. I, I liked, I thought the last episode was was pretty pretty solid. Okay, well, I'm going to jump right in to tell you that I don't want to. I don't want to get in the same themes over and over here, but I don't really care. It's our podcast, so we can talk about what we want. I watched Revenant last night. Um, Never seen was, it. You have, I think you've told me that before. I would. I, I got to tell you that it's 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 up there. Um, I listen. I I believe you, and it just came out at a time when. I had stopped watching movies. If it came out after like, I don't know, 2011. Yeah, I know, right? I'm sorry, I haven't seen it. But yeah. Well, I, I, the only times I've gotten to watch it is when I'm hurt lying in bed. Yeah. And well, I have three hours to watch a, a man and a bear movie. <laughs> the thing that bothered me about The Revenant, I mean, the thing that gave me pause. No pun intended. Little bear humor there. Pause. Was uh, the backstory about his son, right? His son is murdered. Well, didn't he get murdered or something? His son gets, uh, I mean, yeah, sorry to, it's old. Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, his son gets murdered during the movie. Oh my God. And uh, see, to me, that's just, it's that's excruciating. Yeah, and it's while he's laying there watching. He's tied down. He can't do anything. He's crippled. God. But he spends the rest of the movie getting vengeance. Who kills him? Um, a kind of a backwards woodsman hunter that's, uh, he's like a scout for the French army or something, kills his son. And it's a great movie. I mean, I I think it's actually probably besides what's eating Gilbert Grape, his best, uh, performance. You know, I was going to mention Gilbert Grape because when you talked about the greatest Leo movies of all time, I was thinking, man, 
this guy's been making great movies for 30 years. And I wouldn't say consistently great, because Gilbert Grape was a, a, an excellent movie. He was a great ensemble cast, and his performance was... Yeah, pretty incredible for how old he was. He was an 18-year-old. And yeah, you could joke, well, you know, he got he got favorable treatment from the Academy because he played a mental as a... Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I mean, he was... He was incredible. I mean, I, I was convinced that he was uh, mentally challenged. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, and I, I had no idea that was Leonardo at the time because he'd he'd been in Growing Pains, and that was yeah, that was it, right? Um, and then after that, you know, he moved on to Titanic. Yeah. At which point, I you know you know, even after Titanic, I, I still felt like people didn't quite take him seriously. He was too much of a pretty boy. A heartthrob. Yeah. I'm going to let you talk now. Well, he can grow an amazing belly and beard, I'll tell you that. In real life? Just in real life when you see some awesome photos of him on like a random beach with long hair and a beard and the biggest beer belly ever. It just looks like it. paradise. I love it. That's sounds like me. Sounds like living. Yeah, and he doesn't grow, like his beard isn't full and beautiful. It's just kind of like yeah. ratty and patchy like mine. So Yeah, or... Yeah, I, I think that you have a great beard. Well, thank you. I, I wish that you the audience good. could see it. You know, our beards are similar colors. They are. Mine's a little more red and gray. Well, mine's getting a little <laughs> salty. I got, I got gray uh, mustache poking out. Yeah. I think that means I'm about to be 42. Well, you, you've always had a great mustache. <laughs> I know, since eighth grade. Um, I got some rapid-fire questions for you just because... Although I know you, maybe some of our listeners in Germany don't know you. Okay. Where were you born, Ben? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. Where did you grow up, Ben? San Antonio, Texas. That's um, after relocating to Texas in 1984 from Minneapolis. I uh, moved to Austin and then San Antonio in 1986, where I stayed until college. And a year later, you met me where we started hatching a plan for a podcast. And 20 years later, here we are. Hope you enjoyed episode four. Appreciate you tuning in. Hope you will find us for episode five. Until then, have a great rest of the week. Ben, tell them. We had good content. I want to have a poke. You want to have a poke? Yeah, go have a poke. You want to have a smoke? Smoke. I want to have a smoke. I want to have a smoke. What can I be? Later. Later. Hasta la vista. Let's see you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our Clay Ben podcast. <laughs>